What's going on, guys? Sleeper has added the rookies. So just like everybody else, we're excited to get in here and draft some rookies and just get a good good first glance at where people are falling. Um, we're going to do – we get the, the one quarterback league has four more spots left, and the the Superflex is ready to go. So we're going to do the Superflex one first because it's ready to go. And then the one quarterback, if you're in the Superflex and want to join the one quarterback league, please join it. Um, I fixed it. Uh, please join the one QB if you. Oh. All right. So I'm going to try to get people to join the other one. Um, and we're going to we're going to get to it. Um, we had a few guys on, on the show. Just want to introduce the guys real quick. Garrison, what's up, man? It's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the offseason grind start, started after, like, what, the playoff? But rookie, man, they're the one of the most fun things about Dynasty. So I'm excited. Yeah, make sure you guys give him a follow at Fantasy GDFS and Fantasy Ferret. How you doing, sir? Doing well. Real name's Matthew. Pleasure to be on the on the show here and do a mock draft. It's fun. Yeah, man. Let's uh let's get straight to it. So I'm gonna start the draft. Superflex TFS Doc. You're on the clock. I moved it to 90 seconds. Um, just so you guys are aware, some of the um some of the other players are um like nine 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 as far as their ADP. So you may have to look down once you get to that second and third round. And they don't have my man, Sincere McCormick, on there yet. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. How, how dare they? <laughs> no bueno. No love for UTSA. All right. Uh, well, what made me laugh the most with the ADP. So, TFS Doc, I hope you know that you're on the clock, buddy. Um, And uh, who do you guys think he's going to take? Do you think Superflex is going to change at all, being that it's uh, you know it's one of those drafts where we don't have a clear cut number one QB? Uh, I think so. Um, I think this draft is kind of like I don't see a quarterback here. Maybe only one that has top twelve upside. So I think this, there you go. Here's the pick. Yeah, I was I was going to say it's really between two players for the first two picks for me yeah. and quarterbacks don't really start coming into play till the one, one three, at least personally. And then it all just depends on. Yeah. And, and, and shout out to Matt. Um, good looks on the settings and stuff before the show, he was letting us know about the ADP and settings and appreciate you, man, because uh, we definitely did not want to get in here and realize we didn't have quarterbacks or we couldn't find anybody. <laughs> yeah that was that was definitely going to be the problem we're like where where are half the guys and there's also just so everyone is aware anyone that was a rookie that didn't play in a game last year is still listed as a rookie because they haven't played in a game um like rakeem boyd um from the uh what was it last chance you he's on there so we got Traylon burks Brees hall this is probably how you're going to see it in your one quarterback and super flex leagues um, what do you? What about you guys, Garrison? Are you uh, a Brees or or Burks? Is your one hundred and one? I'm Burks, but it all depends on the team that you have. If you're the one hundred and one, you know. But 
I think Burks is the most talented player in the, in the whole draft. So um, he didn't look too hot. And, like, I mean, there's rumors saying that he's overweight. That worries me a little bit because he is a big guy. And um, But his upside is immense. So, like, I'm really high on him. And I feel comfortable 101. Wow. Drake London. Oh, Drake London. Yeah, there, there's a lot of people that are big uh, big Drake London fans. Yeah. Um, I, I I know when I like we did that. our we did our draft over at Gridiron Ratings, um, we had you know we had someone um, you know take take Drake London at the three spot. Um, people like him, um, but Matt, wh- where are you, uh, Traylon Burks or, or Brees Hall? I mean, those are definitely the two I I flip between. It would kind of depend on my my team makeup, I think. Uh, I lean Brees Hall just because uh, running backs tend to get going a little bit faster. Wow. He should step right in there and contribute to a team, whereas Traylon Burks maybe takes a little bit of time. But, you know, wide receivers also have a longer shelf life typically in the NFL. So kind of just depends on your philosophy, I guess. And I am up. Yeah, so, yeah. Let's, let you pick, and then we'll, we'll keep talking. Let's see. And guys, if there's things going on in the chat, let me know because when I'm looking at the other screen, I can't see Jack. Now, this is interesting because with it being super flex, um, kind of leaning between two different QBs here. Wow. I'm going Sam Howe. I believe in him a little bit more. Now that might just get flipped upside the head once the actual draft happens and who knows where these QBs are going to be taken, but um, a lot of mocks I've seen have him going to either Washington or Pittsburgh, in which case he should step in and be the starter right yeah. away. And just having a starting quarterback in a super flex is uh, invaluable. So, yeah, I, I think it's um, there's going to be a lot of different things that are interesting. Um, you know, in these exercises, it's you know we're we don't have a team that we're drafting, so it's much easier for for us to take receivers versus running backs in your drafts, your actual drafts, most likely the running backs go because everyone needs a running back in dynasty. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in super flex. Yeah. I, it's wow. so, it's so interesting because, you know, I had all the QBs. I had someone <laughs> oh last God, year. Man. I had someone last year. He was you know, basically just dogging a trade that I made and said, you know, whoever, Whoever got Jared Goff owned that trade. Uh, and I said, why? And he said, it's super flex. You need quarterbacks. I said, listen, just because it's super flex doesn't mean any quarterback is, is going to solve your problems. There's plenty mm-hmm. of times where guys like Jared Goff score less than tight ends. Um, so I, I, in super flex, I'm not going to overvalue the quarterback just because they're a quarterback. Um, but again, like you said, some of these guys are going to be instant starters and then you can – you're going to see through the draft process someone like uh, – like I think Willis is going to – you've seen – we did a draft the other day. Willis was like 2-3. He's already 1-8 after some yeah. uh, some hype this week. Um, right. Senior you know, bowl hype. Yeah, he, some senior bowl hype. Um, looks good. He's, he's supposedly nailing the interviews. And we all know that he's got, you know, that fantasy football upside that some of these other guys have. Kenny Pickett's, you know, he's he's got that one-year – of success that people are worried about. Um, you know, J- Joe Burrow had that and, and people weren't, you know, worried. Obviously Pickett didn't have the same type of success, but people are worried about the one year wonder. 
Um, and he has you know sneaky athleticism. Um, there's going to be a lot of talk at the combine about his hand size. He's got smaller hands. Um, he's not the biggest guy in the world. He's a little bigger than maybe a big, you know, Baker Mayfield, but he's not a, you know, Josh Allen type of quarterback. Um, Sam Howell's more kind of your traditional guy. And so is, you know, so is Coral. And then Willis is your guy that's going to offer more. Um, he's going to offer more on the ground. Yeah, I agree. Willis definitely has high, high upside. But that floor for him is low, 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 low. Yeah, coming that's out of Liberty. Um, you know, and, and people will point to Trey Lance and say, what's the difference between Liberty and North Dakota state. And, um, you know, we, we said the same thing with Trey Lance. There's a lot of uh, upside, but there's also a, a low, mm-hmm. low, um, you know, low floor. Mm-hmm. Man, David Bell. Yeah. I just that's, think- that's probably my favorite receiver. He's not my top receiver, but my favorite receiver value wise and, so, so in draft so far. Let's go through the first round. We have Traylon Burks, Brees Hall, Drake London is the 103, 104 Isaiah Spiller, 105 Garrett Wilson, 106 Kenny Pickett, 107 Sam Howell, 108 Malik Willis, and we have Matt Coral at 109. We have Kenneth Walker went to 110. I thought that was a good value there after the quarterback run. Um, then you have uh, Jamison Williams at 111, Chris Olave 112, Jahan Dotson at 2-1. George Pickens, 2-2. David Bell, 2-3. Kyron Williams, 2-4. And out of the first round, who do you guys think was the, uh, like, well, who was too high, who was too low? I'll start with you, Matt. Um, too high for me is uh, Wilson. I know a lot of people are super high on him. I'm not as high. Um, and so I – would tend to, if he kind of falls to the later half of the first round, go for him. Now, too low, probably Kenneth Walker or Williams. Like, Williams, if he hadn't torn his ACL, I think would be going a lot higher than he is right now. And Kenneth Walker should step into a starting role in the NFL. Um, now, I'm not as high as him on him as most. But, I mean, at the 110, you can't pass up that value. <laughs> Yeah, and and in Garrison, uh, of course, you're gonna toot your own horn on the 110 pick. But uh, what what do yeah. you think? Who's too high? Who's too low? Uh, too low is Kenneth Walker for me. Um, I think he's a stud, and it all depends on the combine number that he's gonna put up. Because we know that he had two years at Wake Forest, and we had one great year at Michigan State. So like, it's just like all the combine the metrics we get will be great. Um, too too high. I don't know if I really want to draft Kenny Pickett at 106. I mean, I I see the upside, but I think for fantasy, Malik Willis probably has the highest upside for fantasy. But he probably Kenny Pickett probably the highest quarterback that all the scouts are raving. Wow. You know. And I don't know if you guys can hear that, but Sleeper makes a nice sound when they think you reached on a pick. Um, and we had that for a lot of the picks in the first round. Um, for me, Drake London is, is too high. Uh, I, I like London, but I have Wilson. I have Filler above him. And and I'd probably take Walker above him. Um, he's right there after. Um, so you could, you know, depending on where the quarterbacks fall, um, you could see a slide there. You know, but obviously you want to have a pick in that first 
you know, the, the first round's pretty solid, um, but you can see in the second round it's getting a little dicey already. I love McBride at the later half of the second round, though. Yeah, and, and, and you know, he was on top of it with the ADP, so you had to search for McBride. Um, but, yeah, that's a solid pick getting the, uh, you know, most – the consensus TE1 at the, uh, you know, back end of the, the second I'm really shocked one guy hadn't gone yet, and I'm curious when he's going to go. Yeah. Um, I just feel like one of the things about the quarterback class this year is just, I mean, last year we have what did name Mac Jones showed like probably the best quarterbacks fantasy, but I mean his fantasy season was just as equal as good as EJ Manuel rookie season, so. It's not like it's overly impressive, but in a super flex, super flex league, quarterback is so valuable, and they can be, you know, a running back, running back one score, or a wide receiver one score. But I don't see any of these guys possibly having like that strong of upside. upside. Oh, the beef! Oh, the yeah. beef, no. <clears throat> Desmond. Ritter. Desmond Ritter. <laughs> so, um, was the the cough you or was the cough sleeper? Because it probably the sleeper should adopt that sound. That was pretty good. Like <laughs> <laughs> you're on the clock. Um, so, um, so th- th- we had two hundred one Jahan Dotson, then George Pickens two two, David Bell two three, Kyron Williams two four, Rashad White two five. We have Wandale Wandale Robinson at two hundred six. Mm-hmm. John Mechie, 207, James Cook, 208, Carson Strong, 209, Trey McBride, 210, Desmond Ritter, 211, Justin Ross, 212. Oh, that's that's one that slipped too, is Ag, you know, Aguirre. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he kind of slipped by us. Um, and then you had uh, Canella um, at the uh, 3-2. I don't think he's going to go there. Um, I think that the, might have been an auto pick. Definitely an auto pick. Yeah. that's not a second tight end we have right yeah the adp is definitely messing us up um we'll see if my my guy gets picked here but i have someone i am i am uh eyeing up here i think it's probably i'm gonna i'm gonna go with that it's it it's garrison's guy i doubt it man i think you're you're a smart guy so let's see let's see i I don't want to type it in the chat until uh all right. I don't see him in there. Oh no, is he not in there? Uh let's see. I'm trying to get Sky Moore here. Man, I was gonna, oh! gonna draft that. Oh, I don't see him. Dang. Not in there. Get All it together, right. sleeper. Just yeah. just put a dummy pick and then tell him that's Sky Moore. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I'm going to be – they're going to be laughing at me here in a second. Um, We're taking Trey Walker. Wow. That, that messed me up a little bit, I'm not going to lie. Oh, the the um, 3-3 said he typed in Sky Moon. We couldn't find him. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. We couldn't find him. So good to know. 
Um, and this draft will give us a little bit for the next one. Um, but yeah, Sky Moore's not in there. I don't know why, but um, a lot of people are taking him in the early second. All right, looks like I am up. And I was going to take Zap, but he got taken at the 3 4 just because I feel like he deserves some love. But I'm going to go with this one. There you go. That's the second tight end. That yeah, tight end two at the 3 7. I'll take it. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, it's a lot of it's been good. Um, I, I think the ADP is just, you know, just messed up. Um, I think right now that the guy that I think we all slept on is Algier. I think he would have been a lot oh, higher. Sure. Um, and then Sky Moore, it would be it would have been a second round pick most likely. If not, you know, he would have been there in the third. Um, but I think I think he easily could have been in that that second half of the uh, second round. Um, so yeah, I mean this is this is it. We're gonna be pulling the other other draft up here in a second. And then we'll, you know, we'll kind of uh, put them side by side and compare. Because um, I think it is good to look at where your your one quarterback drafts are in comparison to your your super flex. Um, you know, and you, you know, especially you rebuilding teams, it's good to know if you trade back how far is, is you know, how, how trading, you always want to trade back, but how far is too far? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I saw people trading back last year and I'm like, listen, if you're not going to get Najee, then trade back and get Javante Williams. But if you're trading back and you're, you're ending up with one of those other guys, don't trade back unless you're getting multiple first round picks. It's just not worth it to move back and, and, you know, get, you know, uh, a second round pick if you're missing out on a stud like that. Yep. If best, I mean, this year's draft, you're going to trade back. See if you could probably sneak in a 2023 first, you know? So that yeah. is going to be loaded. Yeah, yeah. you can, but so many people are yeah, so people, high on the 2023 class, yeah, which I mean, I'm, for good reason, but. Yeah. Wait, till, wait till draft day. People get, you know, people get a, a little antsy. Um, you know, if you're trying to trade back, I always suggest that people never trade the draft picks until draft day. Um, the, you know, someone offers you a fair quote unquote fair offer. That's not what you're looking for. You're looking for an over the top. You're looking for profit and it's going to happen most likely on draft day when you got two or three bidders or the guys there going, Hey, London's my guy. I need him. I'll give you an extra second or I'll give you that 23 first and and go from there um you know hold on to it and turn you can turn a late you know a late 2022 first and do a 2023 mid that's that's stealing that's <clears throat> like like this year's super flex draft is not like nothing close to what next year's super flex draft is going to be next yeah. year's um, going to have so many quarterbacks so many running backs so many wide receivers so like Bryce Young will probably go 101, 102, and then All right. boom. I'm going to get you. We got two, three teams that didn't get claimed. No no, uh, no problem. We're just going to go with it. Garrison, you're on the clock. One quarterback, everybody. One quarterback. One QB. Yeah, mine, it's easy. It's Traylon Burks again. Will we have a surprise at two? 
Let's go, Nick. We will see. We will see if we get the surprise at the two spot. Who do you guys like more, Isaiah Spiller, Kenneth Walker, or Brees Hall? Who do you guys like number one running back? I'm a Brees Hall guy. I mean, all the dude Ooh. has done is produce the his entire time in college. Like, wow. Okay. I I like Wilson, as you can tell. Yeah. Um, like I said, uh, you you'll probably see running backs go across the board. Wilson is, you know, he doesn't have the elite speed and, and the size, so some people shy away from him. But there's plenty of, you know, there's there's not a lot of Julio Jones type of receivers that are, are coming out of these drafts, and they're doing just fine. And he is the best route runner in in the draft. He he creates space. And those types of players have instant fantasy football success. You look yep. at guys like Cooper Cup. You look at guys like Michael Thomas. They they came out. They weren't you know they didn't blow you away at the combine, but their route running ability stood out. Um, you know, I, Daniel Jeremiah has him as his ninth best player. Um, you know, has him as a Stefan Diggs type of a player. Um, I, I like Wilson a lot. Um, London is that big Mike Williams type of guy. He's he's big. Yeah. Um, Traylon Burks is you know he looks like Calvin Johnson. Hopefully he you know he plays well. Um, but he's he's that alpha. You know. Um, and those those picks were quick. Jesus. Yeah, that went by fast that first round. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm a big uh, Wilson guy. Almost went Spiller there. Um, I like Spiller and Walker a lot. Um, but I like I was trying to be as consistent as I can. I'm not going to go and pick Wilson over Spiller in one draft and then Spiller over Wilson in the next. Wow, Cook at eleven. I'm a Cook guy, but that's too high. Yeah, I'm a, I like Cook, but there's an auto. Mm. I think Cook is going to be someone that that people will like after seeing him at the combine. He yep. runs. He runs routes really well. He's got good hands. Um, I could really see him as a as a complimentary back to start off. Um, but his his ability out of the backfield is going to be really nice for fantasy football. It, like one guy that I think will raise his stock at the combine will be Jerome Ford. I think his metrics are going to be great, and I'm hoping he lands in a good spot where he can probably get some work some workload and show what he can do, but. I don't. Not a lot of people are high on him, but I like him. I've been, you know, I like what he has to offer. But the combine tells it all for all the running backs and also the draft capital. So, yeah, I'm hoping to go to the combine. It's I didn't go the last uh, last two years with COVID, but I'm hoping to go there this year. Um, it's nice to see him, and and you know, there's some things you see, you know, when you're there. Um, but I, I like seeing the running backs do the receiver drills and see mm-hmm. how natural they are at catching the football and how natural mm-hmm. they are at running those drills. I remember, you know, going back and seeing Saquon and seeing Christian McCaffrey out there, and they just looked so much different. And there was, you know, a couple other guys out there that were more of like your bowling ball type of guys, you know, short arms, real stocky, like Maurice Jones drew kind of build. And they just they, they did not look like they could catch the ball. They were fighting it and then running re- wheel routes and stuff. They just looked like a fish out of water. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, when it comes down to it in fantasy football, we, you know, we know that um, targets are more valuable than rushing attempts. Yep. And you need someone that can do both so they can stay on the field. Um, so that's why, you know, I, I do like those kind of guys. Walker and Spiller and Hall, they can catch the ball as well. But James Cook is the one of those guys where I think his catching ability is going to make him a better, you know, fantasy, maybe a better NFL pro than a better college player. Kenny Pickett, huh? There goes that QB. Yeah, and and one QB, I'm gonna be honest, probably the only QB I would take in the second round is Malik Willis. Yeah. Just because of that rushing upside. But in Superflex, obviously he wasn't the first QB. Yeah. I took that's just kind of how I I see it. But if it's a three round rookie draft, I might take a in the third round, you know. Oh, for sure, for sure. But usually a lot of them are just two round, you know. But yeah, yeah I I would just let him fall on free agent and then go bid for them or whatever. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, there's generally not touching the QBs unless I feel very, very, very strongly about them. Oh, wow. So this – I bet people are having a hard time trying to find the players right now. Yeah, yeah, I think so. uh, Makes sense. You have to type it in. Well, it doesn't seem like Big Worm's online, so we'll see if he gets it. But if he doesn't pick here in a second, um, you know, Matt's on. We should be able to get this turn done pretty quickly over here. <clears throat> John Mechie. So yeah. that's. I love Mechie, man. Dang it. I had, I, had, I had him teed up. I had Al, Al Gator teed up. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Al, Algier, is that how you say it? Al, Al, yeah, Algier. He's going to, I think after the combine, he's going to start jumping up. Wow. And we're seeing we're seeing quarterbacks, and these are all um, these are all player picks. These are not auto picks. Um, you know, they're lottery tickets. You could hit one. Um, you know, if one of these guys ends up in one of those you know premier spots, and, and you never know, they could take off. Um, you know, this this draft really does dry up in the mid second round, and once we see landing spots, it usually does tighten up quite a bit. Um, so we'll, we'll see, but I remember, you know, last year, maybe the year before everyone's like, man, there's so many, so many, then you get to the middle of the second round and you're like, I need to trade up. I need to trade up. Mm-hmm. You know, like you gotta, you guys are all off the board. Man, this was a lot. One quarterback, it just feels like, uh, the quarterback is just they're not nothing, and then usually really got to dig deep on wide receivers and running back. So it's interesting to see Trey McBride go that high, though. I wonder if he really where he's gonna drop in draft during the season. 
Well, it, it's you know, and look, we'll look at it now. But Kenny Pickett was the one. Was Willis the two in the other draft? Um, no, I took Sam Howell second in the other draft. And Howell is even off the board. So right. the the way that the, the quarterbacks shake up, it, it's gonna. I think it's just gonna be an ebb and flow all off season until the draft, and then it'll change again. Um, you know, if if Willis ends up getting like first round draft capital, that's gonna change a lot of people's opinion on him. Um, and then you got the other guys. I mean, landing spots. Um, it's all about landing spots and draft capital. Well, I know a lot of people that, depending on Willis's, Garrett's uh, in Europe. They don't even have him in there. <laughs> they don't have any Pierce. They don't. Wow, they got you. They got Pierce. Oh, he was already drafted. Okay, I was like, wait a minute, what? I didn't go behind my. Yeah. yeah, that was me. Okay, yeah, <laughs> great pick. He killed it at the senior bowl, so. Yeah, it's 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 tough out there. Um, so in the first round, we had Traylon Burks, Brees Hall, Gary, you know, we have Garrett Wilson, Isaiah Spiller, Drake London, Kenneth Walker, Chris Olave, Jahan Watson, the Jahan Dotson, we have Jameson Williams, David Bell, James Cook, George Pickens. I know we had the three auto picks. Uh, Matt, what do you think was the, you know, what what was the, who's too high, who's too low for you? And it's going to be Wilson again, but who else? I, I, I'm going to try not to try not to pick on Wilson again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but actually, for me, it's Kenneth Walker. There's a couple of receivers. Like, I mean, for me personally, I'm taking David Bell ahead of Kenneth Walker, and I know that's not consensus, but I just I really love David Bell, and I think his game's going to translate quite well to the to the NFL. Um. So David Bell's probably too too low. Kenneth Walker's probably a little too high. Kind of just kind of flip them a little bit. That's kind of where I'm at. Garrison, I think to me the too high is James Cook, but I can see people reasoning for him. Uh, too low. I mean, I have to say Kenneth Walker. I think Kenneth Walker should be a top five pick this year. But he's going to get. Big nah, one. I would agree. I think Kenneth Walker will be a top five pick. I just, <clears> I'm <throat> not doing it. And in the second round, Matt, what was your, what do you think the best pick was the second round? Um, honestly, the best pick probably Kyron Williams. Yeah. I'm surprised he fell that far. I mean, you were, uh, you were talking about pass catching running backs, and that's kind of what he does. Um, yep. Case could be made for Algier as well. Could probably be be higher. I mean, I would definitely take him above these QBs that went. So those would probably be the two, is those two running backs kind of in the mid round. And I think that that Notre Dame running back kind of throws people off because they've had so many of these guys. I mean, who was it? Dexter Williams a few years ago, where he was projected to be this PPR machine. Um, he had one game where he like started because everybody was out with COVID and didn't do anything. Um, you know, we remember CJ pro size. He had a little bit of a flash and then he went yeah. away. Um, there really hasn't been a Notre Dame running back of, of note during the Brian Kelly era. Um, so I, I think that will, people do scout the helmet. 
And I think that'll keep his um, capital down. But at the end of the day, he's still running back. And people will get him. I think people will take him over Rashad White. Um, and I think, you know, Al- Al- Algier, um, because of the ADP thing, I think he probably should have been in that James Cook 111, Justin Ross 2-2 two- two spot, something like that. I seen people rank Algier in, like, top five. I'm like, that's ballsy, but I can see it paying yeah, off. that's I mean, a little crazy for me, but, you yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, right now, our in this draft, our top five running backs were Brees Hall, Isaiah Spiller, Kenneth Walker, James Cook, and then Rashad White. I don't think Rashad White's in anybody's top five. Kyron Williams is the five, um, and then Jay, or the four for most people. And then it's you know it's between um, Pierce, it's between Algier and, and Cook for that next spot. Um, so. Yeah, and, when, and then you know, Zahir White. It's very hard because he's had so many injuries. Mm-hmm. He's got mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, he's got, he's got the size, he's got the speed, um, and he has, you know, had some production. But at the end of the day, um, he's got some major injuries that are going to cause him to fall. And um, you know, I had Sons of Dynasty on last year, and we talked a lot about Trey Sermon, and you know, I was. Yeah. Not, I was not buying the Trey Sermon hype. I wasn't about it. And um, they talked about the third and fourth round draft capital. Um, and they really talked about, you know, there's no difference between, um, you know, if you were 402 and 327, third round versus fourth round. And they were like, you still would rather to be 327. And there's a significant difference, twice the amount of ability to, to hit. Um, based on, you know, third round versus fourth round. And, you know, also fourth round guys like Michael Carter went to really bad offenses. Carter actually did do pretty well. Um, But if you see those guys that go in the early part of the draft, the top five picks of the fourth and fifth rounds, they're typically going to bad offenses. And if you look at the top fantasy players at the end of every year, there's a very common – denominator and they're all attached to very good offenses. And so you're going to, you want your running backs and your receivers tied to good offenses. So when we, when we look at these, when you look at your, your running backs in the super flex, we had hall spiller, Walker, Kyron Williams, Rashad white, James cook. And then the next one we had hall spiller, Walker, James cook, Rashad white, Kyron Williams. So for you guys, is Rashad White in that top five category? Um, it's hard to put him in there in top. Like I think one through four is like easy, right? Mm-hmm. But that number five spot, like it's really gonna tell how you evaluate running back. A lot of people have Kyle Noyam in there, you know. But to me, I think I'd rather have White in there right now, but. It, it's a toss-up. I mean, right now, we're waiting for the combine. I think that's going to tell, tell it all. Even pro day, you know, you know, there's a lot of running backs, wide receivers. They don't go They don't go to the combine, you know. Yeah. They'll do their pro days instead. What about you, Matt? Yeah, I'd rather have Kyron Williams. But, I mean, out of those, I mean, can't really argue one way or the other. We'll see how they're – metrics kind of match up but i'll take the for sure pass catching role and i know he had a rough year 
this year, but Kyron Williams has been kind of the guy the past couple of years. So I'll take him. Yeah, I got Kyron Williams and James Cook over Rashad White, and those guys are kind of competing for my fifth spot. Um, and then we just, I think Sleeper's ADP messed us all up, and that's why, um, you know, Algier or is the uh, or Algier, whatever you pronounce it, is the uh, consensus six or seven. Um, and I think it's Sleeper not that we would have drafted it that way. Yeah, I can we definitely. All, we see. all have him over Rashad White, right? Uh, Kyron Williams? Yeah. Al Gear. Oh, Al Gear? Oh, I do. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I and like... Was, White was drafted ahead of him in both, and I think a lot of us would have agreed that's because Sleeper's ADP was just a little fishy. I um, mean, I think in our uh, our kind of other mock that we did the, the other day, I think I took Al Gear like early in the second round. Yeah. And one, and he went late second early first or early third in both these so yeah um so that's gonna be interesting now we'll go we'll go to the receivers um so in the super flex we had um burks london wilson williams alave and then in the one quarterback we had burks wilson london alave dotson williams i think it's the same group of guys it's just a little bit different um order um, so you got, who is your one Matt receiver? My wide receiver one. Yep. I mean, it's Burks. That's fairly. Yep. Garrison. Easy for me. Well, I'm staring at you. are the one that made the pick. So yeah. you're, yours is Burks. Drake London had a better combine than Trey Burke, uh, Trey Burke. I, I wouldn't be shocked if people start hyping up. Drake London over Burks. I I can't see Drake London having a better combine just because he's yeah. coming off that injury. Oh, um, yeah, he's not, not going to be able to do it. Not that he won't. I think he'll be able to be in the combine, but he's not going to be yeah, tip top top shape that yeah. Burks is coming that, coming out. That's so that's correct. Who is so is London both of your second second receiver? For me, yes. He's my second, yeah. Okay, Wilson's my second. And then third, my third is London. That, was, that was the third in this draft. What about you guys? Wilson. My third is actually David Bell. Okay. And then fourth. Hey, I love David Bell, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I love David Bell, so. Yeah, so is, is David Bell your fourth, Garrison? He's my fifth. My my fourth right now. I have um, Chris Olave. So, um, but David Bell, man, I'm excited. Yeah, no, it, it's good. I I have Olave as my fourth. Bell is my fifth. Um, so who is your your fifth, Matt? My fifth. Well, okay. So I think my fourth is probably Wilson. My fifth is probably Williams. Okay. Yeah. It, for- Off the top of my head. For me, I mean, obviously, you know, the ACL injury for Williams is tough, but he should be able to make it back in time for training camp. Um, but he's, he's, you know, he's someone that is already, you know, coming into the league with, you know, with a torn ACL, which is, is definitely tough. Um, he's, you know, potentially missing rookie camp and things like that. Um, still should be an early day two pick. Um, Alave as well. 
Um, Jahan Dotson, I think, is interesting. I think he's someone that coming from Penn State where he doesn't have that, you know, that high-powered SEC offense or even Ohio State. Um, you know, people know who Drake London is. He overshadowed him on Ross St. Brown. Plus, he's got a pretty cool name. Yeah. You got the Ohio State guys. People know who they are. You know, Wilson had, you know, a couple, couple, two or three touchdown games, a four-touchdown game. Burks, everyone's talking about him. He's pretty much the consensus 101. Um, Brees Hall most likely will get drafted over him in your leagues because people most likely need running backs. Um, but Burks and Hall are the one and two in every draft that I've done this offseason. Um, and then that the really gets really interesting after that. Um, you know, and I, I kind of wanted to go to the fifth spot in this one and the other one um, because I could have just probably gotten Wilson in both. Um, but to see how it shook out, to see if anyone would have taken Wilson ahead of me, um, you know, I think, you know, for someone like myself that, you know, I'm pretty good with any of the guys in the top six, I would be very, very comfortable in dropping back from the three spot to the six Mm -hmm. and getting any of those top six guys and being totally fine with it. I I like Wilson a lot, but I still like London a lot. And I don't think there's a huge gap. Um, So if I can get some extra draft capital or a player, I'm down and I like Walker as well. Um, so I think there's, you know, there's a lot of good options um, in this draft. Well, what about you guys? Where's your uh, kind of sweet spot? I think it's just for me. I mean, a lot of people, Jameson William, I mean, I think he's going to fall because everybody's going to be worried about his injury, you know? Um, but if you, a lot of people don't know this, but Taylor Burke has torn his ACL too in the past. And I think um, why the NFL or like just doctors now, they're doing such a great job with 20 ACLs and stuff. Sometimes we just need to put that to the side and, you know, maybe just evaluate the talent he is, you know. But I agree with you. I would do the same thing. I would move back, you know, and those three wide receivers, I mean, you can really go anywhere from there, you know. But I agree with you, Dave. I mean, that, that's what I would do. Um, but it's just one of the wild cards for me is George Pickens, man. Yeah, speaking of torn ACLs, um, it's just unfortunate. These all these guys, you know, um, getting injured while they're in college. Um, but he's another one. George Pickens. Pickens is interesting, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, Pickens to me is just usually you what you wait about a two year window to see a player fully recover from a torn ACL. I mean, I think that's what everybody's been saying, like you know, in the NBA and in the NFL, like. Well, unless your name is Adrian Peterson, of course, but I mean that's rare. Yeah, yeah. no, no, you're you're right. It's uh, it's typically that first year back, you're just kind of getting the groove again. It's typically that second year back that you're feeling great and you feel like normal. Well, the, just to wrap it up, I'm gonna go through the quarterbacks and then get out of here. Um, we'll start with the super flex. Our first quarterback was at the 106. Was Kenny Pickett? Then we had Sam Howell at 107, Malik Willis 108, Mac Mac Coral at 109. So four quarterbacks in the first round, right in the middle. Um, you know, not exactly what we had last year. Um, you know, this was more in like the Mac Jones, Zach Wilson area last year. Um, and all these guys are clustered up. And then we had Carson Strong as the fifth, but he went all the way at 209. Um, so our top five in the one quarterback. Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, Matt Coral, uh, Desmond Ritter, uh, and then we had uh, I mean it's 
Then we had Sam Howell. So those were our five. Um, what do you What are your guys' thoughts there? Kenny Pickett was the one in both. Um, number two was Willis in this one. Number two was Howell in the other. Three was Willis, and then three was Coral. How do you rank them? Who's your number one quarterback, Matt? Well, right now, Howell's my number one quarterback in Superflex, but Willis is my number one in 1QB just because of that, that upside that we talked about um, with the rushing, even though Howell has a little bit of a rushing upside yeah. as well, just not quite as much as as Willis. But uh, it's so hard to rank these QBs right now. I, I'm not going to pretend I'm a QB guru and can, can rank them. I'm really waiting on the draft to see where everyone lands, and I think those – you're going to see two of them jump to the front of the first round and two of them go to the back half of the first round after after that uh after the actual NFL draft. I I just think that you know, I mean, this year's quarterback class is not going to be something we're going to like be excited about, you know. Um we saw this the senior bowl, I mean, there's only good praises about Malik Willis. Um all the other quarterbacks have like up and down, you know. But obviously, one of the days it was raining, I believe. But it, it's just to me, it's like there's criticism for every quarterback. And one thing I want to say if there's one position that the NFL really sucks at evaluating, it's quarterback. They hit and miss so many times. I mean, we got a quarterback like Justin Herbert, you know, and Dak Prescott. We got all these quarterbacks. There's so many things that have to go right for a quarterback mm-hmm. to succeed. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of these quarterbacks are tied to really shitty situations. Mm-hmm. Um, they, You know, you look at like Trevor Lawrence was, yeah. thrown, was thrown into, you know, he was like the, the highest graded quarterback coming out of college and he could not overcome. And you saw the last game of the year. He looked pretty good. Um, yeah. but you had to get Urban Meyer out of there to do it. And, you know, so Urban Meyer wasted some draft capital. Um, but unfortunately, they still kept bulky in there, and that that caused them to miss out on, you know, certain head coach head coaching opportunities. So it's like Lawrence is having this. Tua, Brian Flores went and and hired Chan Gailey, who hasn't you know he hasn't kept a job for two years in a decade. No. Nope. So they put their franchise quarterback with Chan Gailey, who's got a very complicated offense. What happens? He retires after one year. So to fix it, Brian Flores hires not one but two first-time offensive coordinators to co-offensive coordinate. So somehow Tua is now on the third, and he's going into his third year, and he's already had third three offensive coordinators, and now a second head coach. These types of things are making it to where it's impossible. Um, you don't really see a lot of guys, you know, um, turn it around with like another organization. But I would like to see what Trubisky does when he doesn't have Nagy. Do mm-hmm. I think Trubisky's going to be you know, the next Patrick Mahomes? No. But I think he can be salvageable and probably you know a better option than maybe Jameis Winston um, yeah. for a team when they're looking for options this year. And you have a good point because look at all the, court, the rookie quarterbacks. Let's take all of them right now. Who had the best ability of coaching, the program, and everything? It was Mac Jones. Yeah. Head in the bar, you know? The guys that succeed are the ones where people trade up, you know, like Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray, that was kind of a match. But like, if you weren't the number one pick, a good team traded up for you. 
You know, yeah. the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes got put into a spot. They yeah. made the playoffs before Patrick Mahomes took over. You know, Josh Allen, they traded up for him. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're looking at a lot of these guys where the teams are the, the teams are, are in better spots. I mean, more established coaches. Um, and these guys, what are the situations? The Broncos is one. Yeah, I don't. The I, Red, I think the, the I, well the the, the commanders, commanders. <laughs> the commanders are another one. Um, the Steelers, and we don't know. You know, there could be a Jimmy Garoppolo, um, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson could be in those places, and these guys sit for a year. Apparently, the Steelers love Malik Willis. So, if he goes to the Steelers, I mean, that's a good, like you know, you have Tom Wynn, you have good wide receivers, you have. Najee Harris. Obviously, we still going to talk about it this year, but they don't have a great offensive line. But Malik Willis doesn't really—he can scramble, so he'll be—he'll be okay. I can't imagine him being any worse than Big Ben, so he'll be fine. That's what I'm does. saying, though. Like, is if any of these, be, like, if they land on the Steelers and they're projected to be the starter, they're automatically—you're bumping them up to the at least the one of three, yeah, maybe even to- higher in these super flex drafts. I'm playing for Sam Howell to go to the Steelers. I love you how you said you love Sam Howell. Um, I, I don't know. Sorry if you, if you did or not, but no, I, I, I do Sam, love Sam Howell. <laughs> I, I think Sam Howell losing all his weapons and everything. I mean, this guy was touted to be the number one quarterback with Spencer Rattler, you know. And like the thing is, like Sam Howell just lost all his weapons: Javante Williams, Michael Carter Williams, uh, the wide receiver for Green Bay. What's his name? Um, Jordan uh, Love. No, the wide receiver. He lost the wide receiver. Um, but no, I mean, I think Sam Howell. He could be very sneaky. I don't. I wouldn't be shocked if he was like he falls in the draft and he becomes like the Justin Herbert of the, you know, like no, nah, because yeah. Justin Herbert was drafted high, but you know, just a sneaky upside quarterback. I I don't know why I'm not hearing a lot about him, but I'm excited to see how he turns out to be. Yeah, um, and, and like like I said, we, we could all put down our number one quarterback, and then in 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 two months we're all going. All right, he's my number four quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it, it it can change really quick, and we don't know a lot about some of these guys. You know, like Matt Quarrel, he's been around for a little while. They had a change at you know change of offenses over there, and um, but he's had good weapons around him. Um, he had Elijah Moore. Um, he had you know, AJ Brown. He he's had some weapons. Um, I, I like him a lot. Kenny Pickett came on at the end. He's got that. You know, he's kind of got a little swagger to him. Um, yeah. You know, and, and what he what he was able to do with with, with Pitt was was really fun to see. Um, and then the unknown, I think, is what's really exciting about Malik Willis and people in this class, where you're kind of pulling lottery tickets. They're looking for that one and going, okay, hey, that, let's let's go. Um, we'll, we'll see. Um, and then, you know, Sam Howell I, I was disappointing. Um, I think he did, you know, he showed up very small in some big games this year. And it was very upsetting because I, I like Sam Howell. I was all last year saying I, I don't like Spencer Rattler. I don't know if it's because I, I watched the, the QB1. I don't know if you guys have seen that. But I've never liked Spencer Rattler since watching that show. Um, Justin Fields is the man, and Spencer Rattler in high school was just you want to punch him in the face. And uh, <laughs> so, um, just 
to Tell see me him. How you feel. Tell me yeah. How you feel. Um, <laughs> if you watch QB one, it's a, it's a very good show. Um, they do Justin, they have Justin Fields on there and a few other guys, um, but Spencer Rattler's on there and not necessarily someone you're going to uh, cheer for. Um, I like Sam Howe over him, but I just was really just, he was so up and down this year. It's going to be, uh, I, I just want to wonder what he's going to do with NFL, you know, NFL defenses in his face. Well, yeah, any last words before we get out of here? I just want to say that this is the first, like, official, like, rookie mock draft I've done. And, like, I'm already thinking, like, am I too high on this guy? Am I too low on this guy? <laughs> like, do I need to go back and do my research? And obviously, I think we can all say we're only, like, what, 40%, yeah. 30% into our research. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, we still have. I mean, we're just degenerate, you know. But um, yeah, uh, the sl- sleeper just loaded the the rookies yesterday, and we're already yeah. doing this. So I, I think you know we'll have a better. We'll we'll get the consensus ADP by next week because you're going to have thousands of these drafts, yeah. and you won't have some of these guys in the nine nine nines. And you know you'll you'll be able to see things, and it'll give you some ideas, but. I know for, for sure these things give me an idea of of where people are and it's good practice and I'm going to continue to do it and kind of see where things keep flying. But I appreciate you guys hanging out with me tonight. And Thanks for having this. me. Yeah, it was fun. It's fun. Make sure you guys give everyone a follow. And, uh, you know, anything else before we get out of here, Matt? Uh, no, just kind of piggybacking off everything. Yeah, there were still a few players that haven't been added that I know Sky Moore was on there that a lot of people are high on. Um, I'm high on Sincere McCormick out of UTSA. Maybe that's just kind of the homer in me. But uh, so we're still missing a couple couple rookies on there too. Yeah. Garrison, anything before we go? No, thanks for having me. And I, I hope I come on for another podcast with you guys later on this evening. I mean, obviously we always have a good time. But hey, uh, Matt, are the meeting you, man? Well, I'm pretty sure I've seen you around, obviously. But um, yeah, yeah Good luck in the season, guys. And remember, guys, trade down or trade up, but make sure you get the right value. Yeah, man. All right. Well, have a good one, guys. See you next week.